0: This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show, and he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins.
3: It's the Jeremiah Show and Evolve Entertainment, featuring its radio with TV's Tim Stack, Mike Gormley presents Music Icons, The Arwen Lewis Show, and The Angel Baby Show. Welcome to The Jeremiah Show. I've got a real fun guest today. I'm going to tell a real quick story before we, I introduce him. Uh, years ago, maybe 10 years ago, we were opening a restaurant in Santa Barbara and one in Maui, a uh, McFleetwood's restaurant, the Fleetwoods on Front Street. And I flew out to see my cousin Sarah and my cousin Hannah and my cousin Marco. And we flew out and we spent a, little, a couple days in Austin, a couple of days in Dallas, a couple of days in Houston. While we we're out there, we wanted, to, of course, we brought the whole team, the whole restaurant, HDL team. And while we were out there, we wanted to uh, obviously get some great tacos, some great barbecue. And um, and then there were some libations mixed in there, of course. Mm. So my cousin Sarah, I think we're out at uh, there's a fa- one of the famous out in Austin, one of the famous. I forget the name right now, but the famous barbecue joints, and we're out there, and uh, and Sarah, I'm a vodka drinker. My cousin yes. Sarah says, "Have you had Tito's?" And being in the restaurant business all these years, no, I had not. So shame on me. But so she she gets a bottle and uh, we get some chilled Tito's vodka and enjoyed it with the barbecue. And Oh, it's good. It's clean. And I, I really, I don't like the taste, you know, alcohol taste. Um, I love Tito's and she turned me on to it. So I just wanted to say thank Sarah before we get started here, Sarah, this show is for you. <laughs> uh,
1: thank you. Well, it's funny. Almost everyone we meet has a, a story of when they first found Tito's vodka and it's really fun to hear the different stories that people have, and so we thank everybody and uh, I'm glad you're still enjoying it. Yeah, well, so the voice you hear now, because I haven't, I haven't
3: embarrassed and introduced <laughs> you yet, is Brian Hurley, Brian, Brian Hurley with Tito's Vodka. He's a field sales director, and um, what a great job! So, so I, I actually last year, Brian, I wanted, to, I tried to to get you on or get someone on from Tito's. When I interviewed Lynn Davidson of Tito's tacos and, uh, it just didn't work out with the scheduling. But let me tell you, tell everybody about this event you guys are doing. It's just really a great event. This is the second year we've, we've talked about it here on the show. So here's what's happening. Two iconic brands join forces for National Taco Day and National Vodka Day. They're on the same day, huh, Brian?
1: They are October 4th every year.
3: <laughs> They're going to raise funds for local arts. And of course we're talking about the award winning Tito's tacos in LA. If you're from LA or I would say anywhere in the world, a lot of people travel to LA and have to go to Tito's tacos, just like I traveled to Austin and I uh, had to hit all those big famous, uh, barbecue joints. Um, Tito's tacos is incredible. There is always a line around the block. I, I think we figured out okay, I don't I mean I get the number wrong, but over a million tacos or something like that a year that, that Lynn and her team make. Yeah. And so now again for Taco National Taco Day and National Vodka Day. Award-winning Tito's Tacos and Tito's handmade vodka. They're teaming up for the sixth year in a row to host the highly anticipated Tito's Fiesta Mexicana. It's a beloved annual event that takes place coming up on October 4th, National Taco Day again and National Vodka Day. They're raising funds for the Culver City Art Foundation. I love that. Um, Culver City has really grown. It's really taken shape uh, over the last 10 years. And if you haven't been, a great little town to go check out and this is a great event and why not make this the reason to get there a hundred percent of the proceeds from tito's fiesta mexicana will be donated to the culver city arts foundation so again my very special guest today is brian hurley he's the field sales director at tito's handmade vodka finally i get to talk to somebody from tito's um, because i've been a fan for Going on 13 years now, I guess. Yeah, Thank yeah. you again, Sarah. Tito's Vodka is America's original craft vodka. Welcome, Brian. Great
1: to be here. Thank you, Jeremiah. It's
3: great to, it's great to have you here. I want to know all about Tito's. Um, I know that it's it was founded by a sixth, a sixth generation, right, Texan.
1: Yes, and most people name? don't know that, by the way, because most people think it was fifth generation. It was only recently that Tito found out himself that he was a sixth generation.
3: Sixth generation. You know, that's interesting because I was reading about him, and one one little description said fifth generation, and then another said six. So I changed it to six. I'm glad I got it right, Brian. I've always wondered how uh, Tito is the oh, he's the man, Bert Tito Beverage. How did he get the name, the nickname Tito? If you know.
1: Yeah, I do know how he got his nickname, and it's it's a, it's a great story. So uh, when he was young, his family had a ranch, a lot of ranches in, in, in Texas. And on a ranch, there was a lot of ranch hands that would work there. And uh, Tito can be a sign of affection if you put it at the end. So or Tito was his name, but he never it never really stuck with the front end. It really stuck as Tito, which meant little Tito. Uh, so he became Tito and it kind of stuck as his real name for the rest of his life.
3: I think the story of Tito's vodka. I started getting interested <clears throat> doing my background research on on your company. It's an amazing American entrepreneurial story. Do you mind oh, I'd love telling to us about the how the
1: brand started? Yeah, because most people don't even think there is a real Tito in the story. Is is probably one of the most inspiring entrepreneurial stories that you you could get. Uh, what most people don't understand is that Dito's is actually 26 years old. Most people have stumbled upon it in the last five or ten years and think it's a relatively new brand, but it's not a new brand. And it, it's a, a story of really of a you know, true grit and perseverance and and really following your vision, which is spectacular. So, you know, back in the, the 90s, Dito had tried to be a couple different things. He was a failed entrepreneur as an oil man, and then he got into real estate loans. But every holiday, he would take some vodkas and infuse them and pass them out as gifts. And they were a lot of spicy ones, habanero and jalapeno. And then finally, all his friends' wives said, no more spicy. Everyone's throwing up. So he did an orange one and what have you. Um, but he would pass them out as gifts. And one night he was at a party and someone recognized him and said, I know you. You're the, you're the vodka guy. He said, I'm the real estate guy. I don't know what you're talking about. He said, I'm so-and-so's friend. And I, I've, I've drank all the stuff you've made. So there's a light bulb went out. And he thought, you know what? I'm going to make a vodka. So with no knowledge, he took his little infusions, made some, went to a liquor store in Texas. And he said, here I am. I want to sell you my product. And the guy said, get out of here. You cannot come in and sell somebody else's vodka with infusions in it. And he also said, look behind me on the shelf. If you notice, <laughs> the only bottles I don't dust are the flavors. Because when the reps come in and try to push all the flavors on me, I want them to know they're not selling by the amount of dust on them. So, arguably that little knowledge, the guy just said to him, make the, the softest vodka, the easiest vodka to drink that you can. So, with that information, it was late 90s. Tito went uh, and looked at the archives of Texas and found some old pictures of old distilleries. Again, there was no, dis- no distilling. There was no distilleries in Texas at this point since Prohibition. And he made his little still not really too legal. Start, started talking to distillers in the U.S. and said, what should I make? Because vodka is really one of the only spirits you can make from, from anything that makes a fermentable sugar. You can make it from wheat, corn, potato. And of course, the guys he were talking to were all whiskey guys who said, use corn. There's a ton of it in the U.S. So he started distilling from corn. And he thought uh, looking at some of the revival and and spirits that he would use a pot distill instead of a column distill. And if if you know about distilling, column distills are very efficient the product kind of runs through them and through them. With a pot distill, it's something that you you probably think of when you think of of a distill it has the swan's neck and you know, every time you make it, it's, it's, there's a lot that comes out of it. You have to cut off the heads and tails and keep on doing it. So uh, they still distilled it six times. And after the sixth time couldn't taste any noticeable different came out with this really fun vodka because not only um, was it so it was smooth because it was made from corn, but it was also six times as sealed, which nothing at that time had been. Ironically, um, you know, this was launched when all the big uh, other brands were being launched and uh, he was got kind of under the radar. And so he went out and then the difficult part started. He, uh, he wanted to, to make the vodka. He went to Texas and said, I want to make a vodka. And they said, well, it's legal. So he, got all the information and being a bright guy, geophysics, geology major in college to be an oil man, read through everything. And he came back and said, it's not legal. It says right here, if you have a parent company, you you can have a distillery. They said, wait, you've read this? He said, yeah. And when he was doing his real estate loans, uh, he had named his company Fifth Generation Inc. because he thought it would sound more authoritative as a a real estate loan, like he had been doing it a long time. So uh, under that, guys, he launched the first uh, distillery in Texas and became America's original handcrafted vodka. Um, but then with that, the story gets even tougher because now he's got the right to make it. Doesn't really know how he's going to do it. He doesn't have any money. So he took 18 credit cards and this was in the nineties where they would send you these little credit card forms and you could flood a check and all of a sudden have a credit card. He maxed them all out and rotated the debt across it and kept on paying it off. He went and negotiated in the seller finance on the land. So the guy gave him the land. He built the shag, made it one square foot short of commercial zoning so he wouldn't get bothered by the city, and started making making the vodka. What a smart guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, the odds are against it. Any business class will never tell you to max out eighteen credit cards yeah. the day <laughs>
3: Or something like what is it, eighty eight thousand dollars or something, right? That he Yeah. That so he, he remembers
1: he I, knows the monthly payment, but and I forget what he said it is, but he you know he remember, he goes, I remember that payment every month. <laughs> I hope it's been paid off. Oh, it's paid off. <laughs> I thought it was really interesting. Something
3: that I came across is that he didn't know how to build the distillery. So he, he just found old photos and copied them. And yeah. I was thinking about, cause there, this was before the internet, right? Before yeah. you could YouTube, Google anything. And I thought that's so great. I, I thought back to that time, you know, what did we do before? we could go to YouTube and find out how to fix everything, you know, in a couple of minutes and that most photos were the original
1: YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, I found a, a guy who was willing to help them build the stills. And then and, and they kept on trying to perfect them and, you know, get the taste right with it. But it, it was, uh, you know, you look at the challenges and, and there's so many brands being launched nowadays that have so much finance behind them. They spend millions of dollars before, you know, making the stillery before they sell the first drop. And, you know, he didn't have that luxury, so he just went out and did
3: it, man. Did it. Well, that's what you got to do. You just got to do it. And sometimes you and then you're a trailblazer and you've you've created this American great American vodka, um, the cleanest tasting. I, I saw that I was reading that they tasted two. it. He, he and his team found two other vodkas at the liquor stores whatever. They're tasting everything, trying to find out what, you know, how to how to beat that.
1: You're, do you know what those two vodkas were? I, I don't. Um, be honest with I didn't figure you would, but I you know. But, that it, but, but you know, we, when you look back, then pretty much all the vodkas, even the high end ones, were were, were predominantly wheat based. And what most people don't understand is, is that the base ingredients of vodka does, you know, eventually make a different taste. The old TTB, the, the government agency definition of vodka, was 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 kind of off. It said it was odorless, tasteless. You know, so everyone thought well, vodka is just a vodka, but There is differences. It might not be as wide as like a, you know, scotch where you have all these, you know, wide, wide varieties. But, you know, if you make a vodka from wheat, it's going to be a little bit robust. If you make one from rye, it's going to be hot on the tongue. If you make one from potato, it's going to be a little milkier or creamier. And what, what corn does, it makes it soft and delicate. And, you know, even when you nose Tito, if you smell it, you know, you'll notice right off the nose, it's softer. And, And then when you, you know, put it in your mouth and I, and drink it, you know, the best part, uh, you know, it's just a very soft vodka. And that's why so many people have, have kind of fallen in love with it. When they taste it, it, it doesn't have that that hard, um, mm-hmm. you know, taste coming off of it, that heat.
3: Pick up the story where you left off. I, I cut in there. Um, now he's building a distillery. Now he's built the, the business. But but then he has to go out and sell it to the liquor store.
1: Has to go out and it, sell it and starts walking, you know. and What happened? The- Oh, he's had so many stories about how the odds were stacked against it. You know, he would, you know, go to liquor stores. He'd always have little 50 mls with his business card on it and try to get people to, to, to purchase the bread. And, you know, it was slowly started chipping away. And, uh, he had a couple of really lucky breaks that came his way. Um, one of them is, is Toby, uh, Toby Abu who's, you know, one of the founders of the, the resurgent of craft cocktails was in Texas and, uh, somebody said, Hey, try this new vodka. So oh my God, this is spectacular. So he went and, um, you know, met with Tito and said, you got to come up to the San Francisco's, you know, spirit competition. And Tito said, I, you know, I really can. I'm out here making the stuff. I don't have time. So Tony brought a couple of cases up and it, um, was awarded the, the double gold unanimously, which in unanimous is, is a tough one. So that kind of put it on, on the map. And then he got some wine magazines who gave him some really high scores and, and people started finding out about it. And then probably the the smartest thing he did, which everyone's trying to replicate now, but is kind of everyone knows about it now, was he started advertising in the airlines when he had the little magazines, and, mm-hmm. and then he started getting the the, the product onto the planes so people had a chance to sample it, and it, it just started growing and growing and growing. And the funny thing is, it was it was never grown with media budgets. He didn't have any media, and and uh, to this day we've never made a, a true TV spot. But we, we're a very philanthropic company and and, and and we're always invited to come to charity events. And one of the first charity events uh, he was invited to, uh, he showed up and he said, Listen, I don't have any money, but I, I can come up and I can bring some product and I can sample it. And he did. And everyone said, this is fantastic. What can we do in return? And he said, just tell 20 of your friends. And he did. And people told 20 more of their friends. And so we've the best Maybe. way, word of mouth, right? Yeah, it, it really was. And that's why we do literally um, thousands of events every year. And most of them are charity-related. That's that's really our strong suit. Um, and Tito is very good about allowing us to um, empower and find the needs in our own markets. He doesn't say this is the charities you have to go after. So we do all sorts of stuff. In fact, this year, we're finally on pace to get back to pre-COVID uh, event levels over 10,000 nationally, which is it's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah,
3: you're it's you're right. Well, um, one last thing I wanted to ask about the vodka it's gluten free. And
1: how important is that to your customers? How much do they love that? Um, people love it. It's certified gluten free. It's gluten free and it's kosher too. Most people don't know that. Uh, but you know, twenty years ago when you were making it from corn, people weren't talking about gluten free. There's a no. There's this great thing but- where you put in the hard work and all the effort. You know, good luck starts coming your way. So when the gluten free craze came, and we we're made from corn, it was a no brainer to be a certified, certified yeah. gluten free.
3: <laughs> well, Brian, you're here to talk about it, a, a great event that I'm. I'm going to give out all the information here. We're about to take a commercial break, but okay. before we do, I wanted to know about um, Brian. You know, Brian's my special guest today. You,
1: uh, you, how long have you been with Tito's Vodka? I've been seven years with Tito's and. Other spirit companies and uh, beer companies before that. So, despite my uh, guidance counselor advice not to, to drink or, or, or participate in other curricular activities, similar, somehow it's paid for my whole life. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a
3: good life in the hospitality business, and you're you're you've got a great brand to you know to stand by. Uh, Brian Hurlahie, he's the field sales director of Tito's Handmade Vodka. He's here with me today to talk about uh, just a fantastic event because it is coming up. It's coming up the national vodka day, right? The national tacos day, um, did I? national taco day and national vodka day. And I'm going to, I'm about to give you a, a great, you talked about all the events that you do all year long. Well, this is a very special one. I know it's uh near and dear to Tito's heart and, and the whole team there. Uh You've been doing it for six years, yes, but but this Ryan, been, yep. I was going to ask you the last thing about Tito's vodka
1: every batch is hand is tasted, right, yes, it's like it's still every batch is tasted to make sure that the consistency is there, and uh you know it did. There's a lot to taste. <laughs> I was going to say, who got, how do you get that job? <laughs> oh, you, you started a vodka company. <laughs> <Just that little. laughs> All
3: right. Well, let's take a real quick break. Um, for more information on the event, you can go to Tito's Fiesta com. I'm here today with Brian Herlihy. He's the field sales director at Tito's handmade vodka. If you haven't tried it, uh, try it and then Tell me about your experience and your, your first story. I love the, uh, you know, I had my first experience. My, my cousin, Sarah said, you got to try Tito's. I can't believe you haven't tried Tito's. You're in the restaurant business. What's wrong with you? Well, I love to hear those stories. So so hit me up uh, and let me know at Jeremiah, at the Jeremiah com or on any of my uh, social media handles, two iconic brands join forces for national taco day and National Vodka Day to raise funds for the local arts. Award-winning Tito's Tacos and Tito's Handmade Vodkas are teaming up for the sixth year in a row to host the highly anticipated Tito's Fiesta Mexicana. A beloved annual event that takes place on October 4th, National Taco Day and National Vodka Day, to raise funds for the Culver City Arts Foundation, held at uh, Tito's Tacos, and it's 100% of the proceeds from Tito's Fiesta Mexicana will be donated to the Culver City Arts Foundation go to uh, on Instagram at Tito's Tacos USA same on Facebook and Twitter um, and for more information on Tito's Vodka go to Tito'svodka.com dot com I'll be right back to talk about the, the events with Brian Hurley, Field Sales Director at Tito's Handmade Vodka stay with us to watch subscribe to the jeremiah show on youtube The Jeremiah Show. My special guest today is Brian Herlahee. He's the field sales director at Tito's Handmade Vodka. He's here to talk about an event that this is the sixth annual event in collaboration with Tito's Tacos, the world famous Tito's Tacos in Los Angeles. In fact, uh, Lynn Davidson, who's the owner of Tito's Tacos, was on on season 10 on episode 512 go back and listen to that it's a great interview um, it was founded in 1959 by Benjamin Davidson and now run by his granddaughter Lynn Davidson Tito's Tacos is an iconic Mexican fast casual restaurant in Los Angeles and is known for its folded hard shell tacos and burritos beloved by the celebrities the locals the visitors Tito's menu fech- features crispy beef tacos mm, those are so good Go to Tito's Fiesta Mexicana.com to learn about the event. Um, the award winning cuisine, what makes it so special? It's all made from scratch using original recipes. It's been served to thousands of loyal fans daily, not weekly, not monthly, not yearly, daily. And often the employees have been with Tito for decades. Lynn recently received the prestigious Elizabeth Burns Lifetime Achievement Award from the California Restaurant Association for a, her advocacy for restaurants and tours over the years. Tito's Tacos and Tito's Vodka are both passionate about giving back, which is how they came to create Tito, Tito's Fiesta Mexicana six years ago. Let's talk about the event, uh, Brian. Tell me about how you guys got involved and a little bit about it.
1: The story how we got involved is actually very funny. Uh When I started with, with Tito's about seven years ago, I would I'd take Ubers all around, and when you talk to the drivers, they often ask, "Well, what, you know, what do you do?" And um back then, and people would be shocked. But our, our marketing research and analytics showed that our unaided awareness—we just said, "Do you know Tito's?"—was only in the forty percent. Everyone goes, "Well, everyone knows Tito's," but it was actually very low compared to some of the more established brands out there, and. Um, you know, every time I would take the, the Ubers and taxis and I say I work for Tito's, they say, I love your tacos. So it became kind of a joke. Um, and I would tell it at our sales meetings. And I got a call one day and they said, this is Tito's Tacos. Do you know that National Market Taco Day Are the same day? I forget somebody's pulling my da- name, my, my leg. So I, I quickly Googled and sure enough, it was the same day. And I thought, oh my God, this is genius. And he said, would you ever like to partner with us? And, you know, Come on, two iconic brands, Taco and Vodka, both of the name of Tito's. You know why not bring the two together and, and give a great community event? And you know both are family-owned companies, which is great, and both are, are very big about giving back. So we decided, hey, let's do this thing. We named it uh, Tito's Fiesta Mexicana and closed down the parking lot and just have one heck of a day planned every year. On year, we we build it uh, better and better. And the one year we couldn't do it due to COVID. We still kind of did it. What we decided to do is we would make food and, and provide them to the first responders at the local hospital. So we went out oh, that's a good and just kept the spirit alive. Yeah. Uh, but idea. this year is, is going to be a big one. It's our sixth one. And it is going to be a, a packed day. We've got some great, great mariachi bands. Ort's background was a music promoter. So he just has this great knack of finding incredible brands. And because it's Hispanic Heritage Month still, we decided to you know really go with the cultural aspect. So we've got um, an all-female world-renowned mariachi band, Mari- Mariachi Arena de Los Angeles. And for those of you who maybe not are not the most uh, biggest mariachi fans, we have one that's just really, really fun, which is a, a heavy metal mariachi band called Metalachi. Okay. Um, the whole event itself, we have a, a comedian Eric Schwartz who doesn't sound Mexican, and uh, but yet yeah, grew up in a Mexican part uh, of LA, very, very so he. He keeps the glue that keeps everything flowing together, which is great. And then in between that, we also have some Florico code, floor code come and other fun activities. So we have ability to make your own pinatas, and we work with the Pinata Design Studio on the app. And, um, and then the other big thing that we do is we, we, we don't make any profit off this event. Um, everything that's made is uh, from a proper perspective is given back to the Culver City Arts Foundation. And to date, we've given them over $66,000
3: right so let me tell a little bit about the Culver City Arts Foundation their mission is to preserve the past enrich the present and create the future of arts and culture in Culver City have you seen how your your contribution has made an impact in a certain part of the city just a great little city isn't it
1: it is a great little city. Yeah, they've, they've done a couple different art projects with the money that they've made for us. And to um, be honest with you, now that you say it, I think I'm going to ask for a bigger recap to see all the great stuff that you've done.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a great, you guys have raised a, a lot of money that's, that's probably gone to something pretty good. I don't oh, know. Yes. It's, it's it people does. are enjoying in Culver City. Well, Brian, um, we're going to take another real quick break here. Uh, let me give out the information one more time here. Um, again, my guest today, Brian Herlihy, he's the field sales director at Tito's Handmade Vodka. He's a special guest, and it's so nice to, to meet you, Brian. Um, two iconic brands join forces on National Taco Day and National Vodka Day. Yes, there is such a thing. Um, now you don't have to hide in the shadows with your tacos and your vodka. You can get out there and be proud on these two days uh, or this one day with two great um, items, a taco and, and vodka. Hmm. Who would have thought it, it goes together. Great. They're, uh I should say Tito's vodka and Tito's tacos are joining forces. And they're teaming up for the sixth year in a row for Tito's Fiesta Mexicana. This beloved annual event takes place on October 4th, national taco day, national vodka day. And it raises funds for the Culver city arts foundation you can find out more about the Culver City Arts Foundation at culverarts.org. You can find out more about Tito's Vodka, America's original craft vodka, at titosvodka.com. And don't forget about Tito's Tacos, Tito's Fiesta Mexicana.com. Say hi to Lynn and the team there for me. Say hi to Brian if you see him. And we'll be right back. <laughs>
1: Brian Hurley, and I'm the field sales director for Tito's Handmade Vodka, and uh, we're here to talk today about a great vodka, Tito's, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
3: Keep up, will you? There is a lot going on here. Subscribe, and always be in the no crowd. Welcome back to the Jeremiah show. My special guest today, uh, you want a friend like this guy. He's, he's, a he's a good guy, Brian Herlaheath, and he happens to be, uh, you know, hold a pretty great position. He's the field sales director at Tito's Handmade Vodka, everybody's favorite vodka, America's favorite vodka from Austin, Texas. Again, thank you, Sarah, for turning me on to it. It's a great vodka. Great event though. This is, um, I just love what you guys are doing. You're taking uh, two great businesses. I should, I would like to say iconic businesses, Tito's Handmade Vodka and Tito's Tacos out of Los Angeles and um, celebrating on National Taco Day and National Vodka Day for coming together for the uh, event down there. Where exactly it's, is it? Is it actually at? Well, give me the the address. Where's the event taking place, Brian?
1: So the event is at at, at Tito's uh, Tacos in Culver City, and it's um, in their parking lot. So we bring in, we we fence off their parking lot. And we do provide transportation because when you take the parking lot away, it's harder to find parking. So if you do want to come down, uh, just Google the Harbor Freight in Culver City. It's about a mile away. We have a shuttle bus that the city helps provide us to run people back and forth. So it makes it a lot easier than trying to circle the neighborhood. Um, this is a, a lot of activity there. Uh, and we are going to go from four o'clock uh, to nine o'clock.
3: Okay. And
1: you've also, when well, you're doing vodka specialty cocktails, what's your favorite? Do you have one? Oh, yes. So, so we, we have a, a great um set of bartenders, a, a company we use called Mexology, and they are coming with some spectacular drinks. We've got some Agro Frescas, some other specialty drinks that they make that I'll keep as a surprise so you get to come and see it, but everything's made um to really complement the taco experience, and they're the best tacos around, as you mentioned earlier. tacos in the world. What, or, yeah.
3: What's your favorite? What do you like to, when you I go? I just
1: go with the Staples, you know? Um it, it, It's incredible that, you know, most people don't know that they do have their uh, they, they, they get their cheese out of state because so there's no formaldehyde and they've got, um, you know, they, they buy their own meat and have it all cut up themselves. It's, uh, you, you reported on hollies. it, it's spectacular. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bean and cheese burritos, uh, another good one, but, uh. Yeah, just regular beef tacos. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, stick with the the uh, tables. Yeah, the tables are great. Um, Tito's Fiesta Mexicana dot com. You can give more information. And again, it's Wednesday coming up, October fourth, at four to nine. It's on one one two 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 Washington Place, Culver City, California. And uh, the Culver City Arts Foundation just wanted to mention Jim Clark, who's yes. the chair. Um, at the Culver City Arts Foundation, all the benefits, a hundred percent of the benefits go to the foundation, the Culver City Arts Foundation. Hey, Brian, man, it's uh, really great to get to meet you. I've been a fan of your vodka, um, for a long time now, 13 years, not as long as it's been around, but I'm happy I found it. Yeah. Um, I love what you guys are doing and I appreciate your time and coming on and telling us a little bit about Tito's vodka because it had been a mystery to me and now it, now it feels a little, a little more close to my heart <laughs> and, oh, right. and my lips a little later, maybe yeah, I know. Friday <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Want to
1: thank or, or anything final words? Oh, final words. Just a one last thing. If you are coming down, uh, it's $30 and that gets you three entree items and three Tito's cocktails. If you don't drink cocktails, you can pay $15 and just have the wonderful Tito's tacos food and uh, come down. It's a great afternoon, hump day experience, great music, great food, great fun. You'll enjoy it. Again, two iconic brands.
3: Join forces for National Taco Day and National Vodka Day to raise funds for local arts at Culver City. Go to Tito's FiestaMexicana.com. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Tito's. Uh, tacos and Tito's Handmade Vodka, America's Vodka. And don't forget about Tito's Tacos, Tito's Fiesta com. Say hi to Lynn and the team there for me. Say hi to Brian if you see him, and we'll be right back.
1: Brian Hurley and I'm the field sales director for Tito's Handmade Vodka, and we're here to speak to you today about a great upcoming event called Tito's Fiesta Americana, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
3: Roll a seven every time by advertising on The Jeremiah Show, and get your message out on seven shows. We're always on the radio.
2: Thank you
3: Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. I got a couple announcements to make before I let you go for the day. Thanks for spending the hour with us down in Silver Lake and in Venice. Check out the friend and that's in Silver Lake and the little friend in Venice. They're presenting their new autumn cocktails. The friend and the little friend, Silver Lake and Venice's go-to late night bars by artist Andre Tereva and bar owner and designer and Meisler are the go-to spots for artists musicians creatives and aficionados both locations are perfection very cool they're small enough to be intimate big enough to spread out and have some fun and guests uh, come to join you know that's why I go they can go down there to enjoy the edgy cocktails and select small bites it's a timeless aesthetic art playful 1950s decor um, the walls are mixed with and adorned by contemporary artworks. There are also ceramics by Peter Shire. The beverage program is headed by Eric Jimenez. To go and say hi. It's always inventive and has made the friend and the little friend the local favorites to gathering for cozy autumn evenings. You got the flower. This is the new cocktail: gin, hibiscus, elderflower. Rose and Tonic Splash. The Pasita, The Influencer. That's got vodka, tom, uh, tomatillo, green grapes, aloe, dry vermouth, uh, and chili. We've got the Trick with bourbon, pumpkin, cinnamon, nutmeg, ginger, agave, necker. It's served on the rocks. There's a lot the Daddy, which is bourbon, chai, brown sugar. Uh, better stirred on the rocks. There's, there's just a lot of great stuff to be had there. Go check it out. The new autumn menu, the friend and Silver Lake and the little friend and Venice. I also wanted to, uh, congratulate our friend Suzanne Goen, Caroline Stein of, uh, the Luke group and l a loves Alex's lemonade. They raised one point four million dollars setting a new record. A lot of our local Santa Barbara chefs uh, were involved. It was stronger than ever, just as delicious. So happy for everybody at l a loves alex's lemonade that that showed up and contributed. It surpassed all of the previous years again, they raised one point four million dollars for uh, curing children's cancer. Thanks for your support, everybody. And have a great day. Communicate, but listen more and evolve. (laughs)
4: This is comedian Mods Chobrani, and you are listening to The Jeremiah Show.
0: Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify, The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at JeremiahShow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve.
2: My name's Danny Dreho. Jeremiah, your loved, Holmes.
4: You're so cool. You're so cool. You're so cool.